1: Welcome to another edition of Carnivore Bites. I'm your host, Jeff Sherman, along with Dr. Eric Lopkin, and um this is the you know, obvious lead-in or lead-off is the Texas, uh, another mass shooting. I think this could be, correct me if I'm wrong, the most fatalities in a school shooting environment. Am I not correct?
0: I believe so. I think I it have, is. I haven't seen the latest figures, and unfortunately, they keep rising. So it does look like this is going to be the largest number of casualties in a school shooting.
1: And it seems to be after Columbine, this used to be I'm old enough to remember the old slogan, whatever Oh, he, they're going postal because he used to be in post in post office, or I think it was a fast food shooting. I forgot the name of the chain. But now it's, and it seems to be happening in greater regularity, which is really friggin' scary. It's if you're a nutcase and you want to go out in a blaze of glory, you do a shoes, uh school shooting. Am I not correct?
0: It, it is happening more often. It's, absolutely horrific and i know you remember we were on terrestrial radio the day that the sandy hook shooting took place and there are a lot of similarities to this and people are going oh well you know it's an elementary school it's just like sandy hook but there's more to it and people aren't digging enough deep they tend to go to their knee-jerk reaction but I think we need, really need to take a good look at what is going on in the American family and in the school system. Because first of all, Sandy Hook started the shooter, shot his mother, and then went to the school to shoot up the school. Here, the shooter shot his grandmother and then went to the school to shoot up the school. So- the two questions that pop into my mind, and unfortunately, I don't have an answer for either one of these questions. One, isn't this really about their domestic situations? Because obviously, there was something going on in the family that triggered this.
1: Oh, let me interject and, something about that because I think you're 100% correct. And I, 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 do, I do, no one knows anything about this particular situation except of what you just outlined, but it's Sandy Hook. It was almost like, what were these parents doing? I think they bought the idiot a gun. He was clearly mentally ill. No, no, I mean, no, no. Who- they,
0: Sandy Hook, they did not buy the the kid a gun. The gun was the property of the parent. It was the mother's gun. And the kid took the gun out of the gun safe. Ironically, the the mother in the Sandy Hook situation... Had told people she was afraid of her son, and that was actually one of the reasons she bought the gun. But she did nothing about it. She got him no help. Well, there and, you
1: go. Isn't that negligence?
0: Yes, I, w- it's I stupidity would. Stupidity so. and
1: negligence. And by the way, why don't you lock up your gun a little better? Um, yeah. So I, I do think there it, it is a situation where maybe more troubled youth are not being. Are slipping through the system. Uh, I believe that is an absolute factor, and I also believe. I'm sorry, but you know why can't our governmental officials? Everything's so partisan. On one side, you have the Democrats want to abolish the Second Amendment, and then you have the gun lobby, which they don't want to hear about anything. I'm a. I don't own a gun. I'm a believer in the Second Amendment for various reasons, but why can't we have? Meaningful and logical legislation. A nut case should not. Someone with a record, you know, from a you know a hospitalizations or crim, you know certain criminal um, uh, uh, records shouldn't be allowed to have a gun. I'm sorry.
0: No, there should there should be a way to do this. The problem is that federal authorities, and I heard this yesterday during the discussion about what had gone on. Federal authorities that investigate can be held liable if they get it wrong, so they don't want to do that. Families tend not to want to air their dirty laundry, so they don't want to bring in somebody that says, yes, there's a problem here. But as I said before, you, know, I had two questions, the, again, that I don't have answers for. The first one was about the domestic situations, but the second one is these are happening at schools, for a reason. And I think we need to find out what that reason is. Is it simply that it's a soft target and they know they can get away with it? Or is it the fact that the school system is actually traumatizing these students and nobody wants to call them out because, oh, you know, they're victims. They're, you know, it's no, I disagree with health. that. I think,
1: I think it's about if you, you shoot up a school because it's going to make some loser, world famous and it's the way to go out i don't think they're they're going back and you know because they were traumatized or they didn't have a lesson plan i think these people are very twisted and it's it's the way to go out it's 20 years ago 30 years ago it was shooting up a post office now it's shooting up it's the psycho de jour
0: well no see again i i have Mm -hmm. to call you out on this one because we know for a fact from sandy hook The Sandy Hook shooter went to that school because his mother worked there. His mother was considered favorable by this school, and he wanted to take it out on the school for not taking his side in this and for, you know, perpetuating what he thought was his mandate
1: then there is no, you know, people who've got fired from work. I mean, school is a natural target because people spend their whole youth in that situation. They could blame a school for a shitty childhood. So I don't, you know.
0: But that's that's another aspect of it. If we know the school is that easy a target, shouldn't we be increasing security in every school? The town in Texas that this Ha- uh, happened in they had four armed security officers that patrolled all of the schools not one per school it was four and they went from school to school shouldn't we have armed security officers at our schools we know their targets shouldn't we well, do be given, doing given more the, to protect uh, them
1: given the obviously recent uh, events over the last 20 years now, I see that's something that definitely should be should be looked at, and also what should be looked at, I, be- I more than believe, is the whole scenario of why can't we get together with logical gun legislation? But as we were
0: speaking, well, that, talk about that- the... That actually goes even beyond mm-hmm. gun legislation. We've reached a point where Biden has announced he's not speaking to the Republicans. And the Republicans responded, You haven't worked with us yet. Why would this be any different? And he
1: read it from and, a teleprompter, trust me.
0: Yes. And like he came up with an original this is, thought. This has been going on for years and years, and it's the fault of both parties. But I grew up in New York City. And I remember Senator Pat Moynihan and Senator Al D'Amato. Al D'Amato was a Republican. Pat Moynihan was a Democrat. And these guys worked together. And we need more of that. We need to bring that back.
1: Well, you'll like this one, or maybe you won't. Beto O'Rourke. O'Rourke. Easy for me to say. A real lightweight, just someone who is delusional about his ability of um, getting made a political circus out of Abbott's uh, governor Abbott's press conference. He basically crashed it. What? How despicable? No, I mean I'm, I have to say this. Kids died. Okay, this whole community. Is in mourning, and Chithead has to make a political stunt out of it. That's reprehensible.
0: It, it what is a piece abs- of shit! It is absolutely reprehensible. I have no doubt that the voters in Texas will hold him accountable for that by not electing him. But this is the problem. Something like this happens. And both sides go to their corners and they spout the same things over and over again, whether it's gun control on the right or protect, you know, protect, you know, yeah. protecting the Second Amendment. On the- but, but that's almost giving him did, a free pass because that's beyond I did the pale. That. So and that's, that's, that's well, well, different
1: than partisan I, politics. I, that's using using this event using this tragedy for his own because he's so stupid he thinks it's going to get him you know higher in the polls which is not going to happen but that is you know at this point to anyone with any kind of class you, you you remove your partisan or your political agendas at least for a minute or two you don't go making a stunt like this i think it will completely backfire on him
0: it it will backfire on him and you know I think we have to go back to 2008 to give an example of what the proper behavior in this case was. And I'm blanking on what the tragedy was. Something had happened, and John McCain suspended his presidential campaign for a few days. I forgot what it was. I do remember that he did
1: that, and I forgot what the— the tragedy was but i i forgot
0: what it was yeah i don't recall what the tragedy was but this is what politicians need to do they need to step back from the politics of a situation and deal with compassion deal with intelligence i mean you know you've got all these left-wingers yelling about well it's you know it's absolutely about gun control it's well, no, it's not, because Chicago has the strongest gun control laws in the country, and this is not a safe city to be in. So we need to actually look at the problem at all uh, angles, and uh, nobody uh, wants to do that.
1: No, because it's just like abortion. It's one of these areas of contention that uh, it, they're, they're, the, both parties are rewarded for intransity on the issue. But I still, before we we exit or leave and go on to the next uh, topic, I do have to reiterate, Beto O'Rourke is a scumbag. He, he has an ego, and his skill set versus his um, view of himself are completely out of whack. He will go down in flames, and hopefully this will be the last of him.
0: Hopefully this will end, him. It was a horrific thing to do. Taking advantage of a tragedy like this should never happen. And again, I hope that voters of Texas will punish him by just turning out in droves against him. Hopefully,
1: that will be the case. Now, moving on, uh, and I consider this a much lighter subject, obviously. But seventy percent of those of the Republicans polled um, are in favor of impeaching Biden, and one of the areas that they believe. That, they, um, that he should be impeached on is uh, treason, or the charge should be treason, uh, given his conduct at the southern border. Your thoughts, Doctor Lapkin?
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm not sure if treason is the correct charge or not. Uh, we have seen, though, Biden over and over again make decisions, in ca- in some cases actually sign executive orders. Despite being told by both Congress and the courts, you do not have the ability to do this. And he's been shot down in the courts time and time again. So there probably is a case for impeachment. Should the Republicans impeach him? No, they really shouldn't. Because first of all, impeachment needs to go back to its roots. Impeachment is a legal trial. It's not, oh, we hate this guy, let's get him out. And worse, in this case, you impeach Biden, you end up with Kamala Harris as president and she is completely incompetent, but stupidity and incompetence are not crimes that you can be impeached for. again, Sorry, go ahead. So I think we'd be in just as bad shape
1: if they went through with it probably worse. I think, again, I'm a no fan of, uh, or not a proponent of Biden's intellect, but I think one of the only, the, actually the only halfway intelligent thing, and I'm sure he didn't do it on purpose, is appointing Kamala as his vice president. In the corporate terms, it's called having a poison pill. Like, in other words, yep. you you push away takeovers because you have this division or or sector that people don't really want to digest. And I think he, she is the impeachment Antivirus. How do you like that one? Antibiotic. Um, well, and speaking of her, I, I have to bring this up. It's hysterical. So obviously the natural thing that if they had any belief in her or, or or confidence would be, especially with the Roe versus Wade potential situation, to get her out in the forefront and speak about that. No, this is really, you can't make this up. This is something like out of Saturday Night Live. Do you know what she's doing? She was, she's a proponent for electric bus school buses, and yes. she was literally said in her speech, "Imagine a world of electric bus." Now that's that's right up there with Einstein. Like you know, I think of, before I go to bed at night, I put my head on the pillow, and I don't think about geez space travel to Mars or you know maybe conquering different galaxies. I think what about a world with electric school buses? Wow! <laughs> Sometimes I can't get to sleep.
0: Because I'm just thinking about it, and I, I mean, wow! All the possibilities. You know what I what I find really hysterical is all of this, all of these people pushing for electric cars and electric buses, and yet they fail to take into consideration that these things have to be charged, and the electricity to charge them is generated by oil and gas. And oh coal. no, no! It
1: is hysterical to me that. Be, our power grid is actually quite dirty. These people don't get it. They think it's just because, you know, they're supposed to be the party of science. Correct, Dr. Lopkin. But they're the ones who say that literally now it's gotten to the point that they actually believe it and ex- ex- expound this on this is that men can get pregnant. OK, really? And the whole thing is like, yes, electric cars are completely green. No, they're not. Plus, you've got to
0: dispose of them. And it's a friggin hazardous waste situation. Yeah, there's a lot of problems both with the construction and destruction of electric cars that are actually worse for the environment than the existing cars. But this actually is part of a bigger problem. And it was touched on in, of all places, New York Magazine in their Intelligencer column, where they wrote the author wrote about the fact that disinformation has become a danger to the Democratic Party because they decided in 2016 that, oh, people are being lied to. That's why they elected uh, elected Trump, because they didn't have the facts. It was all about disinformation. And over the years this has become so ingrained in the democratic party that they are lying to themselves and lying to themselves about how the american public is looking at their policies so this disinformation goes to the science you know it doesn't matter what the facts are uh ricky gervais just did a special a comedy special on netflix and he talks about the fact that people are digging up tweets from ten years ago, so you could get in trouble. And now the biggest thing you can say to get in trouble is that women don't have penises. And well, ten years ago, nobody said that because nobody imagined it needed to be said. Uh, you know that you—that is an amazing
1: point. Like I believe in certain environments, even the corporate of the world, if you said. You know, I really believe that men can get pre- can't get pregnant. You could be on administrative leave. That's how it's gotten. Yeah. That's how crazy it's yes. gotten.
0: Yes, the the disinformation has gone crazy. And in fact, you know, while we were all focusing on the tragedy that happened in Texas yesterday. Yesterday was a big blow towards that Democratic disinformation, because if everybody remembers, they've been rallying against Georgia's voting laws, saying it's all about voter suppression. And this was Jim Crow 2.0. Well, yesterday was the Georgia primary, and both parties had record turnouts with no, line, no long lines to deal with which just blew the Democrats' story about voter suppression out of the water.
1: Well, it's it's all about, again, it it does relate to the party so-called of science. They're always more of late, at least over the last 10 years, definitely. The emotional party, the safe room party, they just spew out so-called fact, their own twisted facts, and they get so enraged and outraged, and, but they never bother, just like you've just articulated, what are the actual events on the ground? What is the actual science about men getting pregnant? And the, speaking of that, I think we talked about it months ago, but Apple has an um, emoji of a man who's pregnant. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, Apple Alrighty has that emoji. Then. Calvin Klein came out, just came out with an ad featuring a pregnant man. It's a, yeah, men can't get pregnant. That I mean, short of massive scientific experimentation on them, men don't get pregnant. It doesn't happen.
1: Well, I definitely think it would be a good comedy routine. One of those like hidden candid cameras. Have someone call, you know, call into work and say, "Listen, I." I can't really make it. Um, You know, I need to take some time off because I'm getting a little morning sickness because I'm pregnant. See what their reactions would be. I bet in another three years, if this continues, they'd probably say, yes, Mr. Sherman. Just take the day off. Because he'd be scared about being sued.
0: And and that's what it's really all about. It's about fear of being canceled, fear of being sued. And we need to get back to some semblance of reality and stop kowtowing to these small minorities. I mean, the folks in what's called the transgender community, if you speak to actual transgender individuals, this transgender community doesn't speak for them. This is just a small group that has said what we say goes and we're going to cancel you and they don't speak for the transgender people any more than Al Sharpton speaks for all African-Americans.
1: And that was one of the greatest things you said. It's 100 percent. And that's why blacks are leaving the Democratic Party for that very reason. And heard transgenders and gays say, you don't have to speak for me or Hispanics. You know, the Democrats, free, you know, open immigrate. No, they don't want that. I think they're so out of touch that Nancy Pelosi's with her platinum American Express. They don't even know what real people think or believe. No one believes in that. No uh, sane person believes men can get pregnant. But then they have testimony in front well, of Congress, I, and um, they ask them these... I'm mean, a fringe dude. What? Say, sorry.
0: Unfortunately, I've spoken to otherwise relatively intelligent people that have come to believe, oh, this must be true. And this is what happens when you get your news in a bubble. We've talked about this for over a decade Being in the echo chamber, when you hear something over and over again, you start to believe it.
1: Agreed. It's like Goebbels and the big lie. He actually said that. Say things over and over, and it becomes reality.
0: Exactly. Very, very
1: interesting and troubling. Uh, Speaking of troubling, a new maybe um, health concern, monkeypox. I don't know a, a lot about it. Maybe you can help our listeners out, but it seems to be gaining some steam Maybe put maybe Fauci can use that to leverage his third comeback.
0: Well, that's really what this is about. Um, the media is using monkeypox. The politicians are using monkeypox uh, to scare people into doing what they want and to watching over and over again. Monkeypox have been around for decades. Monkeypox is actually um, a very similar virus to smallpox. There was an outbreak of it in the early 2000s. There have been outbreaks of it before. We actually have treatments for it. We have vaccines for it. And unlike COVID, this is not something you can walk past somebody and actually catch. Basically, you have to have intense personal contact. And in fact, most of the existing cases that they're talking about were actually spread via sex Mm -hmm. so this this is not some yeah this is not something that people need to be freaking out about um it looks disgusting i mean you get these welts on you so that you know helps the fear factor but this is something that we've known about we have treatments for we have vaccines for basically, you were talking about the is,
1: mainstream media and the democratic uh, apparatus. I no good but, opportunity would go unused, correct, Doctor Lapkin?
0: Yes, it goes Regardless back of to the what fact. we were just. Yeah, it goes back to what we were just talking about disinformation.
1: Interesting. Well, speaking of disinformation, we have Biden's trip to uh, his Asia trip, and. Uh, he was again a gaff machine. We'll talk about that in a second, but he was also he didn't even, wasn't he exactly a great look for the commander in chief having to be led around like weakened at Bernie's. She did not look like a strong leader in any way, shape or form. We talk about Trump and we pointed out all his Abnormalities and uh, personal shortcomings, which there are many of them. But at least when he was on the world stage, he was always at the center. People were flocking around him. Um, Clinton was the same way. This guy looks feeble. He just looks tired, and he looks like he's not up for the job. Your comments?
0: Yeah, I I think that pretty much says it all. He's not up to the job, and we have never had a president, Republican or Democrat that was this feeble this early in his presidency there was a lot of talk about reagan going back to the 80s but that was at the end of his second term this is something that we elected him and he didn't even look like he could handle the job day one and as time goes on he gets more and more feeble and they keep talking about the fact well yes He's he's going to run for reelection and then they'll and then they'll go as long as he's healthy and they have to put that caveat in because the world knows he isn't healthy.
1: Well, the world knows he's not going to run. You always have that. You already have the sharks circling him. Elizabeth Warren, a couple of weeks ago, was on every talk show imaginable. Of course, she's going to run. I mean, he's going to be primary, just like Carter was primary against uh, with with Kennedy in uh, with 1980. He's definitely going to be. I don't think he's even going to make it. And you know, his comments—he's actually a danger to humanity. I'm not just saying that. Uh, make a grandiose point i really believe that you know talking about you know his dark no, no, commitment the, to taiwan and, I the mean, white he,
0: house the white house administration has done a good job walking back his comments but if you take his comments together as a whole he has basically said we're going to get into war with russia he encouraged mm-hmm. he encouraged Putin said, "Well, a minor incursion is fine of course now now he's saying that we will militarily defend Taiwan, so he was so anxious to get out of Afghanistan, but he's going to get us into war with both russia and china well he could he could
1: stumble the only i think redeeming quality at least I've thought of or or preventative factor is I think." Both Russia and China know he's not in charge, so that he doesn't, he's not taken as seriously as a Trump or an actual leader that was mentally intact. But it's still dangerous. I and mean, I did hear a little caveat that Blinken was, you know, in some room with press or whatever, and he just like turned in his chair when he heard that in the media. And essentially, this is really scary. As he was saying that, the press in real time were getting texts from the White House walking it back yep. in real time in, without even con- real time. consulting
0: it. Dana Perino has talked about this. Now, now she is a commentator on Fox, but she was the press secretary for George W. Bush. And she said it is absolutely amazing to her that they the white house immediately goes into damage control mode and says no 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 that's not what he meant where every press secretary previous to this would wait until the president stopped speaking go to them and go all right is is this what you meant to say we need to you know, rephrase it maybe but let let's put some spin on this but they would always check with the president, is that what you meant to say? Now, they just go, while before he even stops speaking, no, 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 that's not what he meant to say. That's not our policy.
1: Yeah, but you, you'd have to be very naive. Now, you're in certainly in the communications business. Um, if they don't have, and, and the strategic business uh, business, you'd be very naive not to think that they have a whole team of people. The, ga- the real-time gaff managers that follow his every move and even plant Easter bunnies to prevent him from screwing up.
0: They They do. I mean, we've seen this happen. What makes it scary is not just the fact that we have a president that's not capable of speaking properly and saying what needs to be said, but the fact that when he announces a policy, The administration is actually walking it back, which means he's not, it's more evidence that he's not even in charge.
1: No question about it. There's speculation who is, but that's for another matter. But I don't know if it was a gaffe, but very troubling when he was, you know, they're talking about $7 and possibly, potentially, you know, um, if you look at what uh, Phillips 66 has done in California to reprogram their pumps to, Except ten dollar a gallon gas. So Joe, Joey, and the Democratic Party—supposedly the party of the little people, right—the the the blue collar—I think that's gone out the window years ago. But anyway, so what does Joe say? He goes, "It's a a dramatic transformation from uh, uh, fossil fuel (laughs) fuels to electric." However. We're not equipped to make that transformation now. And how about the people that are going to have to, going to, have to pay, who are living paycheck to paycheck, that now to going to pay 8 $9 a gallon? Plus, are you ready to just, do you have the money just to trade in your current, you know, petroleum-based car and just go spring for a $65,000 Tesla?
0: Not a no, lot of I've,
1: people have that kind I've, of
0: disposable cash. I've got a gas-based car, and I expect this to last me another 10, possibly even 12 years. So it's, I'm not getting an electric car anytime soon. But this isn't actually a gaffe. This is democratic policy. And I'm sure you remember eight, nine years ago when we were on terrestrial radio talking about the fact that Barack Obama's energy secretary stated point blank, Their goal was to get gas to $7 a gallon to try to force people to use less of it and make that transition. So this has been going on for multiple administrations. The Democrats want to get rid of fossil fuels, but they don't want to put the steps in to do it realistically. They just want to flip a switch and have everybody be running on electric cars
1: yes, you have a basically religious ideology, the green ideology, by hook or by crook, but no matter how much pain is involved, we need to do this immediately where anyone, and Biden's incapable of this, anyone with half a brain would incentivize The private sector maybe incentivize some leading universities and research uh, facilities, uh, put incentives to for companies to come up with really great electric and green technologies, and phase it in over
0: ten years, uh, fifteen years. But you know, actually, the, the government doesn't even need to do all that much. There is actually a company out there right now. Now, first of all, nuclear. Fission reactors are so much safer than they were when they were built in the 80s. They're smaller. They generate more energy. And the nuclear rods and the fuel can all be recycled and reused. So we have this technology already. But there is actually a company that is saying within the next 10 years, they will have commercially available Nuclear fusion reactors, which are even safer, but the left doesn't want to hear about nuclear energy, which is greener than wind or solar, cheaper, and more efficient.
1: Yes. Well, you you said something that was interesting. Maybe just because I'm older than you, you said that you know the nuclear power back in the 80s. No, it was the 70s. The no new, no what? nukes movement movement of uh, of, uh, of the late 70s after Three Mile Island. But here's the point. I'm not you know picking on you for <laughs> stupid okay. dates. That's not the important thing. The important thing is they killed nuclear power. The left. Okay in just a again an emotional tirade and i had a my friend's father just a regular kind of guy says imagine the kind of inroads and innovation that could have happened if they didn't basically i mean most of our nuclear reactors are like 50 years old but again the left being emotionally driven this is like 40 years ago, they put the kibosh on further nuclear development. It's the Europeans and other countries that are making the advances. And again, it's all about being emotionally driven. And I think they're so screwed up and so anti-science that if you gave them or presented them the the reality of nuclear fusion and safe nuclear power, they'd still poo-poo it.
0: Well, because the left runs on fear they they want to create fear in the voting public and say well we're the only ones that can protect you from that and that's been their campaign for 40 50 years already and the fact of the matter is most of the things they're telling you to be afraid of are simply aren't true or
1: if they are true it's situations they the left created it's hysterical well, yes. they create the boogeyman that are scaring the shit out of me uh yeah ten dollar gas that scares the shit out of me and guess what they created it very very interesting um speaking of interesting no media coverage the sussman trial about hillary's involvement in the fake trump dossier
0: yeah this this is absolutely amazing last friday Hillary Clinton's campaign manager very casually on the stand admitted that Hillary greenlit spreading this information to media, despite having no knowledge of it, if it was actually true, um, and and this was a big bombshell this is actually one of the things that john durham was looking for from this trial i don't think durham actually cares if sussman is found guilty or not he wanted more information from this trial so he could dig deeper well last friday he got it and abc nbc cbs and msnbc combined have given the Sussman trial a grand total of zero minutes of coverage. CNN CNN amazingly gave it 11 minutes. Who did? CNN.
1: Oh, well, I think they have, well, that's an interesting point that you bring that up. Dr. Lopkin. I think CNN powers the people that are still there or there before things really hit the fan. Are scared shitless and they'd better be moving at least a little bit to the center cuz they know there's change is coming.
0: Yeah, there there have been a lot of layoffs at CNN uh the new company has stated point blank that they want to completely redo and they want cnn is actually very important to the new owners they've stated they want this to be a cornerstone of this new company but to do it they've got to fix all of these problems and they've started laying people off the getting rid of cnn plus creating new programming from cnn for hbo max but it's all hitting the fan, and they've realized we have to be a news network again.
1: Yeah, so you mean that I might go into a safe room or a comfort room? You're telling me that Don Lamont might be fired? Oh, my God, what do I do?
0: According to, well, there are rumors. I haven't been able to confirm them. That both he and Brian Stelter are on the chopping block.
1: Brian, I think he's, he's what you call proverbial toast. He's finished. And I don't know if he's really, he might resurface at MSNBC. I don't think he can really resurface at any kind of real news organization. Uh, Very interesting. And I also want to, one more point before we move on to that, uh, the Sussman case is that I truly believe what Hillary did was the most audacious and most devastating um, political dirty trick ever. I think it makes watergate look like a picnic
0: it does but i mean even more importantly than just that and that's the big problem is that people go well it's political dirty tricks every campaign does things like this as soon as sussman (coughs) reported it to the fbi and Durham has said he has evidence that Sussman billed the Clinton campaign for these meetings. So the Clinton campaign would be on the hook for reporting this story to the FBI. There is a crime in this country called filing a false police report. percent, It is a criminal offense. So this is more than political dirty tricks. This is them committing a crime, and in fact, creating the collusion that they then accused Trump of.
1: No question about that, but it also, forever, well, not for, nothing's forever. With the Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Serious harm to the reputation of the FBI and the CIA. I think of them as both. Not to mention to Donald Trump. And he ruined a whole administration. He was all, I mean, he had his own self created problems and and foibles, but in the end, he accomplished some things and many good things uh, with a thousand mile headwind. And that is really self destructive. Forget about Trump if you like. Trump, it was self destructive for this country and also has ramifications for our relation. I know Putin invaded the Ukraine, but it still soured it created the new it started the new Cold War and Putin finished it.
0: Well, Putin finished it, but I think Biden has done a lot to bring us into two Cold Wars, one with Russia, one with China.
1: So The gift that keeps on giving, yes. yes. No question about it. Uh, and speaking of the gift that keeps on giving in terms of uh, incompetency, we have a continued problem with the baby formula. His airlift from Sweden, I believe, and possibly other places is just a pinprick in terms of uh, filling the dike uh, or filling the uh, supply chain. Um, this is a real problem. I mean, this is not like a joke, like, oh, mothers who are not breastfeeding can go out and go to, you know, uh, uh, 7-Eleven, get a carton of milk. No, kids can't have cow's milk. This is a, this is a real issue. And again, politically and just socially, when you come between a mother and her cubs, you're dealing with, a hell of a lot of kick ass. It started with the you know the whole um political correctness in the educational system and that was definitely evident in the uh recent elect gubernatorial elections in Virginia and now you have a shortage and a severe shortage of critical uh baby formula. Again when we stumbling on and in, stumbling into the midterms, Lopkin it's not looking good.
0: No, it isn't. And this baby formula problem was exacerbated by the Biden administration, but the roots of this actually go way further back because what has happened is, and for those of you who don't know how this started, there were some cases of salmonella and Abbott recalled their formula and shut down the factory that it was suspected the salmonella came from. This is what corporations are supposed to do. Now, where the Biden administration made this worse is this all happened in, well, this happened actually late last year in October, by February, the FDA had already investigated the factory and found that the salmonella didn't originate there. However, and this was an investigation that went on in February and March. However, the FDA still has not given Abbott the green light to reopen the factory,
1: and I all need that- ask your, I need to ask you a question. At one point, they Biden failed to appoint a head of the FDA. Do they have one yet?
0: Uh, honestly, I'm not sure. I mean, I know they I have an they acting do. one, but I'm not sh- I'm not sure if they actually have somebody permanently in place. But God. so if the F- the FDA's incompetence is what caused the bulk of this problem, but the roots actually go back decades because what happened was there were only 4 companies that make baby formula here in America. The FDA has refused, up until these airlifts, to allow foreign companies to manufacture baby formula for sale in the U.S. It's called K Street. And and Abbott has the the this one factory that had that they closed down manufactures the bulk of formula available in this country. Now the reason that this one factory manufactures so much. It's not that this formula was the greatest formula and people you know, decided, well, this is what we want to feed our children. It's because WIC, the food stamp program, decided that that was the only baby formula that they were going to allow people on food stamps to buy. Yeah, so instead when, I, when I
1: interjected of- about K Street... It's also about lobbying and these companies lobbied against foreign against for that to happen. So, again, politicians putting their own self-interest ahead of ours and the country's.
0: Exactly. Instead of just saying, you know, well, use your food stamps for whatever baby formula you want. They put this restriction on, and that created the situation where when something went wrong with the factory, it created the shortage. That shortage was then exacerbated by the FDA failing to move in what what would be normal time. And there was a bill that was shot down in the House and Senate where they wanted to give the FDA... 28 million dollars to deal with this and it was shot down and of course people on the left go well how dare they shoot this down the reason this bill was shot down was one the fda had just been given a 100 million that they haven't spent yet so they didn't need the extra money and two the problem is not one you throw money at all they have to do is sign a paper that says yes this factory can reopen yes we can allow foreign you know foreign formula to come in it's just a matter of signing a couple of orders it's got nothing to do with money
1: well we have i, I get it. it really goes back to even both parties you know you look at america 1960 or nineteen fifty to where it is now is uh Casey Stengel said it's a team effort it you if you wanted to destroy a country, you couldn't have done it as efficiently as our esteemed political leaders but uh again, talking about the um the midterms uh again Biden has enough trouble, but there's growing evidence in, in looking at recent home sales of cratered in April that it was a out outliner that there was going to be a recession to impact the uh, midterms now most experts and it's reflected also in the stock market because the fed's going to have to also increase rates that a recession is not just a possibility but probable a probability
0: yes it has become more probable that we are going into if not already in a recession Home prices are still skyrocketing, but home sales are plummeting. The market has dropped almost to bear territory. It dipped into bear territory and then came back out again. Um, the volatility is close to a bear market, though. And now, for you know, for months and months, we've heard, "Oh, the job market is strong. Look at all the jobs we're creating." Now, larger companies are starting to look at layoffs because no, no. they can't they can't they simply can't afford to keep everybody on as prices go up
1: yes in fact i've had uh in my circle of people that i know i know two people that have gotten laid off in the corporate sector and they were for work for a company that uh, or companies that uh, are uh actually comparative excuse me comparatively doing well um last item on the agenda And by the way, you do agree with me that if there is, in fact, a recession, and I think it's a mood point. I think 70 percent or 65 percent of I think it's 70 percent of Americans believe we're in a recession right now. So if we are factually or not, it's the it's the it's the impression that we are. And it's things, even if we're not in recessionary mode, are going to continue to deteriorate economically, especially with eight, nine dollar gas gallon gas, I think it's further fuel on uh, Biden's
0: Oh, absolutely. I mean, Democratic strategists have already said that it's going to be a bloodbath for Democrats in November. If we actually do hit recession, uh, that's the end of any hopes they have. Agreed.
1: Final thought, uh, George W. Bush, the assassination attempt.
0: Yeah, this was absolutely amazing. The FBI arrested an ISIS affiliated terrorist who came in illegally over the southern border with the plot to assassinate former president George W George W Bush. And I don't know which I find more amazing, one the fact that you know, he got into the country so easily and nobody's making a big deal about, well, this is why we need to consider border security. But the fact that nobody even cares about assassinating Joe Biden, they're going after George W. <laughs>
1: I never thought that's off. That's awesome. Yeah, you know, when you're re- like, why even why even wait? Because people wouldn't even who cares?
0: Yeah, it's like. I don't understand why they would want to assassinate George W. Bush. I don't see what they would gain. But the fact that there are terrorists out there getting into the country and it took the FBI weeks to arrest him after they knew he was in the country. So, I mean, this is abject incompetence. But, yeah, they want to assassinate George W. Bush because they think that's going to affect America more than actually assassinating Joe Biden.
1: Yes, I, uh, I, I agree. And also, I think it. Uh, last point about it is that uh, if this plot did go through, it would have been, again, a legal alien, a, a legal border crossing. It would have been another that would have been a stake in the heart of the Biden administration.
0: It would I mean at this point there are so many stakes there, in the yeah, heart it's like of the administrative like bother like, at this point. It, it's like, yeah. well, yeah, let's throw one more onto the fire. Yeah, it's...
1: Well, Dr. Lockin a show packed with uh, with topics and very uh, very interesting topics. Uh, and uh, we seem to be how many shows have we done?
0: We are coming up actually not in not too long on show number two hundred
1: nice. We're going to have to really uh, celebrate that. And uh, we're gaining listeners all the time, and people can access us in many ways, can't they?
0: They can. And if you want to make your opinion heard about anything we've talked, go to xvadio.com slash connect and let us know what you're thinking. And of course, you can catch every episode of Carnivore Radio at xvadio.com slash podcasts. The Carnivore. Radio website, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Audible, and wherever you find podcasts.
1: Thank you, Dr. Lopkin, and thank our listeners. We'll be back next week.
0: We'll see you next time.